You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChumbaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Welcome back to part two of my conversation with Michael James Scott on Spotlight, the red pilling of America. You're listening to You Can't Say That on the Broadway Podcast Network. You is kind. You is smart. You is important. You is dead. Tanya Pinkin's horror film, Red Pill, brings African-American perspective to progressive movement. We are a majority in this country. And we're going to win the election. Do you know what the red pill is? A red pill is someone who infiltrates a group and then destroys them from the inside. This place is spooky. Some people like to live dangerously. Gas, why are you so jumpy tonight? You know what, guys? I'm gonna go back tomorrow. Did you hear about the creature woman that attacked a father and son hunting down here? I don't see the case. This place creeps me out. I think we should call the sheriff's office. The only people missing or dead are brown people. They're after all of us. What do we do, Amelia? We die. But we take some of them with us. It takes all kinds. It really does. We do need to hear all of the craziness and all of the logic and all of that. We need to kind of have a, just a better, wider understanding of things because knowledge is power, right? Like even if it's crazy knowledge, it's still knowledge. You're like, oh, I learned something here and I at least see why you think this or why you feel this or how you got brought up to believe this thing, you know, like I think I, it always, I just always get so nervous when people are like, I don't listen to Fox News and I don't, da, 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 and I don't look at any of these things. And you're like, so you just don't know what the people that you're fighting against are believing, right. thinking, talking about, lying to each other about whatever. Like you just don't know what's going on. Then how can you fight? How can you, 
How can you make any change? How can you strategize? It's beyond important to do. I'm like, I, if I'm not looking at that as well so that I understand, you know, because it's, A, you're trying to, it's very hard to try and like, you know, you can have all the conversations you want with people who are like-minded as you, right? And there's there's a, a general understanding and all of that. But, but then that's really it. So it's kind of like, well, where, how do we figure out, how do we move forward? Because the idea would be that whether it's, because I am not about, I, I don't believe I can change anyone. I can give out what I, what I put out, but I definitely have, especially in that, in the now, knowing how extreme the, 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 the sides, um, the sides are or whatever it is, there's no way I can, I'm really going to change someone's opinion on literally right from wrong. <laughs> like, I don't really understand how we're having this debate, but okay. Um, but, but you know what? The algorithm can change people. At this point, our technology has hacked us and understands our how we work as a true. piece of technology better than we understand ourselves. Very it can true. Predict at about a ninety-eight percent accuracy what your next decision is going to make. The algorithm can look at your last six decisions and predict what's going to happen in your life. And because the algorithm is driven by capitalism. The algorithm is changing people's minds every day in the service of someone making more money. Hmm. So you and I personally can't change somebody, but I think we've reached this point that what I haven't seen talked about very publicly in mainstream media, where we as a community of people on the planet must get control of the algorithm so that it is no longer serving interests that are against our humanity. Which means voting out the motherfuckers that are currently there, especially the dinosaurs who don't even fucking understand how social media works. Like, I just always go back to when they were questioning the guy who runs Facebook, whatever his name is, um, Demon Man. He, <laughs> they literally were like- Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> so, yeah. How how do you run this Facebook? How do you make money? And he's like- the ads, the ads, the thing that we're here to talk about is the ads and like the marketing and the stuff like they have no concept of how this works. And like all of our um, laws or regulations around the Internet were like written back right when it began, <laughs> like right totally. when it became popular. And it has it has if you talk to anybody who's in technology or in social media, if you watch The Social Dilemma, whatever, uh, there's a couple of TED Talks that are out there talking about how technology has moved exponentially. Like if you look at the graph of from like, you know, 1975 or whatever to now, it's like doodly doodly do. Whoa. It like has shot up. And so like, I think actually on that, uh, the podcast, um, was it Heather Cox or, or that you were talking about Tanya, is that her name? Heather Cox Richardson. Cox Richardson. Um, she was talking about like the wild west of it, right? Like when we're in a new territory, which we are in a wildly new territory with the way that we are able to connect with each other, the algorithms, all of that. And it's fully unregulated at this point. Like we are in the wild, wild west. And so everything is going to be destruction and chaos and, and craziness for a while, which it is, right? And it's super harmful. And we're, we're seeing that now, but it takes 
longitudinal tests and things like that before we can like conclusively say, oh, this is a problem. We're getting to that point now, but everything's moving so fast that it's sort of like outside of our range of like, how do we do this? The only way that I can see to do it is to somehow move all of the old white men out so that we have people (laughs) who are making laws and regulations about this wild, wild west territory that we're in that actually understand and even maybe use the mediums that they're trying to like regulate. <laughs> on, a, on, a, on, a, on a deeply spiritual level, hmm. I don't believe we can create anything that we are not. So there's a, a spiritual level in which I believe we have the capacity to do everything our technology can do, but we are not choosing to live at that capacity. Like I, you know, I listen to podcasts. I have to speed them up. It's just going too slow. And I can listen to two different podcasts at the same time. You know, I can be so like the being that we are has this ability to take in so much more then we credit it for doing. We just aren't pushing ourselves to do that. And the culture doesn't push us to do that. I mean, we don't have an education system that that tells, you know, uh, children that you can read, you know, your eyes can see an entire page at once. You don't have to read line to line. You can go through and taking a whole page and get the information from a page. Your eye can do that. Um, We're not even trained to use this instrument that we have uh, in the best way possible. Hmm. That is just, did y'all see the, um, the, well, there's the social dilemma, then there's the other one too. Agents Uh, of chaos. Yes, 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 yes. But we just saw those a little bit ago and I was like, Oh God! <laughs> like, oh God! Oh my Lord! I mean, it's just—it's mm-hmm. also stuff that I've known for a while. Like, we've—I understand it. I understand, like, you know, the algorithm rhythm of it all, and like, I—I—I I, I, I absolutely understand it. However, it's just really—it's scary because it, it keep—it's getting more and more. And it, as you said, Sierra, it's unprecedented. Like, we—we're in crazy uncharted territory like we are truly in the wild wild west it's but we're not well there are people who do understand it and it could be used to serve us it's just not i'm in korea which america thinks of as like you know they're backwards they have the same surveillance technology that we have in america the difference is they have used that surveillance technology to track anyone who has come down with COVID to every place they went and every human being they came in contact with. And so anytime you, you, you go into Starbucks and somebody at Starbucks gets COVID, you've written everything down and they track you. And then, and then they send you a, you get text messages all day long. The 127th person in this neighborhood came down with COVID. They were in a Starbucks. They went in, they didn't have a mask on. Four people got it, 26 did not. When they left there, they went to the gym. They came into contact with 400 people. That techno- We have that technology. We're just not using it 
on behalf of the people. So in this country of 50 million people, less than 500 have died of this illness. Yeah. I always find it really funny when people are like, you can't be watching me. Don't watch me. Don't, you know, when they also still use social media, which means you are being watched and every move is honestly being, you're being puppeted then in that respect, like we all are. Um, but they're like, you can't watch me, blah, 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 blah. And like, to an extent, I understand, obviously. But to the other extent, I'm like, your life is boring. <laughs> Most of our lives are really boring, guys. Like, the government doesn't actually care what the F you're doing. They don't care. They don't care. You know? Like, I kind of right. love those, like, funny memes where they're like, I've been talking to the CIA agent in my my laptop screen or who's watching me or whatever. It's like, that's not happening, though, honestly, because they don't care. <laughs> like, what do you think that you are doing in your life that's so, like, you know, would raise so many alarms? Like, what are you doing? What do you think you're doing? That's so cool. <laughs> well, I, I got banned from Twitter for a week um, because I was making a joke and I could have said it in a different way, but I didn't realize that there, you know, the censorship thing was so strong now. So I saw a post about a man who went into a hospital without a mask screaming, where are the sick people? And then he began confronting teenagers without wearing a mask. And so I wrote, someone should have beat his ass. And I've gotten banned for a week. Oh, my God. Now, if oh, I think that's if I whoop his behind, that might have been okay. But because I said beat his ass, I got banned for a week. That's violence. I'm, I'm inciting violence, I guess. Meanwhile, so funny. <laughs> cut to, you know, like full on leadership. And full on, like that, that had not only been inciting violence, like, I mean, it's, it's all right there. The actual leaders of the, of, 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 yes. of states. I mean, like, I, that's just unbelievable. That's also wow. just like, that is such a, like, that's a, just like a black community thing. Like you say, beat his ass. You, that's just like what your mama says. Like, I'm gonna beat your ass if you don't sit down and listen to me. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> it's not like. I want to bloody you into you. I don't want to cut you up like the Saudis do. Like, that's not what I'm saying. Right. <laughs> right. So you just sort of said, I want to, I want to hit his booty. Smack <laughs> behind. The algorithm isn't culturally proficient. Oh, no. It's made by white people for white people. You know, F, man. Yeah, it's a it's a fine line, I guess, between like trying to shut down scary things and then like also just actually just censoring people and not being able to have like comedy or, <laughs> you know. <laughs> right, what is I humor? Mean... And the algorithm doesn't understand humor in a certain no. sense. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. 
The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Well, it's like, that's like, you know, uh, you, I, I think that, you know, us having like comedy, all of the fit, like, you know, the satire, all that, I believe it's very important. I still think that it is like, you know, it sh- we should, we should still be living in a time where that should be happening and that it is absolutely needed. And to, it, we're in this fine line of, of people not, you know, people being offended by it, which that's, I mean, that's fine that you're offended by it, but I also am like, how do we not, like, it's a, it's a, it's satire. Like, mm-hmm. why wouldn't that be a part? Of, it's so important to be a part of our culture. All of that, all of that. Like, that's actually some of the most brilliant writers. I mean, comedians in general, you know, like, let's really be real. Like, that, if we didn't have them, if we didn't have that, that we would not, we would have missed out on some pretty incredible artists. <laughs> like, and, and truly, like, for us, it's sort of like, you know, understand what that means. I've, I've learned a lot through satire as well, Mm -hmm. you know, as Mm a, just, just as a person and not, not as a, not even as an artist, but like just as a person and seeing somebody's brilliance being written out or whatever as satire. And so it's a very fine line with that. Did you guys see the uh, SNL with Adele? I missed it. I didn't uh, get to see it. You I should watch. You should watch it. Some of it. Some of it was really good. Some of it was like meh, as per usual with SNL. And then there was this one sketch that apparently everyone was up in arms <laughs> that I found to be horrifying and hilarious. But it was it was like Adele and uh, and uh, Kate Mc Kate, is that her name? Kate the McKinnon. Really, the really funny one. Oh my god. Yeah, gosh, McKinnon. So funny. And another like another white woman. It was all these like white women. Um, talking about like the big bamboo in Africa. Like once you get divorced as a 35 <laughs> or 40 year old white woman, go to Africa and there will be big bamboo for you and things for you to, and there's like, you know, sexy black men walking by like holding up white women or whatever. And it's like the hilarity of it is like, I'm sure that there's like, you know, tr- some truth to it, but also it's like, it's fucked up. And that's, what's funny. And the whole time Adele is like, like trying to not laugh the whole time and she's just like this is so awful and it's so fucked up and it's super like i i found it be to be really hilarious and i also understood that like <laughs> this is fucked it's really it's not it's not right. they're not saying they're not glorifying it you know what i mean it's funny because it's fucked and i was like and that's snl right like that's the whole point and people are so mad about it they're like you know you're not valuing black men and i was like yeah that's the whole point that's the whole point <laughs> ah, you know like it's 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 tough <laughs> yeah i really think that the best art people both love it and they hate it like that's mm-hmm. the best it just makes you feel something i don't want my art to be tepid where you're just like i don't know mm-hmm. right I want yeah. or numbing something. something that numbs you out which is a lot of what we have you know it's just kind of like it's formulaic it's predictable which can feel very comforting and i think that like 
to an extent, like, cool, we should have some of that. Like we need that. That's valuable. But like if 90% of what we create out there or what is pumped into the public view is formulaic, predictable, easy, easily consumable, one kind of demographic or, you know, or each demographic exactly how they're always, you know, stereotyped or represented or whatever. That's when we get into the the issues, which is why I'm so glad that you were making your film, Tanya. Well, yes. As I'm at the part where I'm finishing my film mm-hmm. and um, I realize that I have this canvas and that for the 90 minutes that I have an audience, you have their attention. Mm-hmm. They've paid and you have their attention. And as I'm doing my end titles and my credits and all of you will be listed in the credits, participating in the spotlights, I realized that I could put anything on that canvas I want. And so one of the things I uh, said to my producer, I wanted to end the last credit on the screen is that this film was shot on the ancestral lands of the Lenni Lenape Mohican people, whose uh, ancestors were the Natikoki people. And this was their homeland for 10,000 years before the European colonials came in and stole their lands and genocided them. And they did not even get citizenship in their own homeland till this year. And they didn't get the right to practice their religions until this year. And I was like, that's the last statement that you will see on the screen for my film. And um, my producer, who is a direct descendant of the Pilgrims, she wrote to me and she said, well, do we have to say European? Can't we just say colonial? And I was like, they weren't from Asia. They weren't from Africa. They weren't from the Middle East. (laughs) Right. (laughs) But that I get to put that up there. And you think of the hundred years of cinema, how many wonderful messages or empowering things could have just been put on a screen for someone to see. And so I'm like, I'm going to take that opportunity. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I'm going to take that opportunity to put something positive for a community that really gets very little voice. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I love that. You're good. That, that, that's, that's pretty powerful to put that at the end of that just sort of just well, just the acknowledgement of it all um because it's it's it speaks very true to you know the thing that we that so many people don't talk about they don't put you know they don't honor that and so i'm that's 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 um that's pretty powerful that you're that that you're doing that yeah i and honestly i i truly did not understand like I'm still learning. I think ever since like the Dakota pipeline thing started, I've been learning like about, because, you know, we're all in our own individual experiences here, right? Because it's capitalism and we're supposed to be individuals and whatever. And so like, I have in some ways lived in my own individualistic bubble and like also been dealing with oppression on different fronts. And so that puts me in a survival mentality and makes it harder for me to see outside of myself, right? Like I have empathy when I am able to see outside of myself, but it's hard for me to even just see outside of myself. And so I think I've been really learning about, you know, indigenous people and just, just different cultures that I don't net, like I am actually bloodline a part of, but like, don't know anything about, you know? Mm, Um, mm -hmm. And like, 
truthfully, TikTok has been one of the most educational <laughs> things for me. I started following, you know, native um, um, content creators and the stuff that you learn about, you know, like you said, like the, people are, are just now getting rights, like just human rights for things. And like just now finally, or, or not at all. Right. And there's no protections and like COVID is rampant and they're not being taken care of. And there's like one hospital for like thousands of miles and like all, you know, all these things that I had no idea about. And North Dakota just voted that just passed a law that you cannot vote if you don't have a residential address. And on the res in North Dakota, they use PO boxes. So that just wiped out. That wiped out the vote. entire. Exactly. Exactly. I had no clue. You know, there's just so there's always unfair. there's always so much more to know and to learn. And I think that's that is the beauty of like social media and the Internet is like that we have the capability to learn these things. The, the the downfall is that like the human instinct is A for survival and likeness, right? And then <laughs> B, we are we are being guided to the things that you know are easiest for us to consume because we want to spend the most time on that. It, it's it's just easier, right? It's easier to just see things like yourself. Go ahead. But I think that's the responsibility of being human. I think that we were given a consciousness which no other animal on the planet has, and we are animals. And we keep wanting to live in our lower nature. Yes. And the fact is, we have this higher consciousness, and we have the responsibility to weigh that whatever choice we make has good and bad sides. And in each moment, we have a responsibility to decide how can we do it, use this thing for good. The next moment, we might have to make a different decision about the same thing. But we want to live in our lower nature, which is like, you know, when the fox is over there, we can go to the water. <laughs> Just like we want a simple <laughs> decision. Fox. Yeah. Very, very simple. <laughs> well, you know, the fox might be hiding. <laughs> it's not as simple. You don't see the fox. That only the fox ain't there. <laughs> <laughs> I had this great, I, I, um, a few years ago, I worked in Australia for almost two years, actually. Um, and it was incredible. And I had not, I did not, I had, I was very uneducated about the indigenous people of Australia and what that actually meant. They were and, flora and fauna until like 1940. Flora yes. and fauna. Yes. Uh, uh, like, what was unbelievable was to really be immersed in the, in that country and understand truly the um, the magnitude of of the indigenous people and, and, and being a part of that land there. And I actually, my husband and I, we were so. Uh, it, I mean, it was it was the whole thing. The whole the whole experience was life changing. Just being in Australia and being a black man, not indigenous to the land there, but being a person of color in Australia, which is also a whole other thing. Then being gay. I mean, like it's just like it was like they literally were like, "Whoa, wow, you're really different." Like, I mean, it was a whole interesting <laughs> thing to imagine, right? And 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 Disney putting you on the billboards of things. And I'm like, yes, 
and I'm gay and I'm and I I'm actually a normal person too. Right. So there's that. But like it was this un- we, we we were so inspired. We went to the middle of the country. We went to Uluru. We went to we visited Ayers Rock, um, where uh, this where like the sacred land is for the indigenous people there. And it was unbelievable to see and hear about them in their still to this day in their 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 tribe in their land in their enclosed area in order to even see it we had to be on a helicopter to sort of see like you know how they live and 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 um and i just thought wow like it was just so eye opening to that and so i'm just uh, it reminded me of you what you're saying at the, what you're doing at the end of your movie and acknowledging those people like acknowledging what that is because it's quite extreme um and a forgotten a, a, a whole forgotten well, group of, of people that i'm I just, just like, watched david attenborough's documentary about life on the mm. planet which is extraordinary because he's been doing this for 70 years and so he has video of visiting places in the world and you know what he made me think about is for over ten thousand years on the planet human beings lived sustainably And then a small percentage of us evolved to the place where we started thinking that the people who had managed to live for 10,000 years sustainably were savages and we were going to bring civilization to them. And in the course of us doing that, we have taken the earth to the point of almost a sixth extinction in less than 2,000 years. Mm. In our supposedly elevating the savages who lived with the planet we are bringing the planet on the on the verge of extinction so who were the savages really savages savages, savages. even human but still i cannot see see if the savage, the savage one, one is me is... <laughs> how can there be so much that you don't know yes honey <laughs> Poker for the win. Don't know. Yeah. Two, three, four. Come run the hidden pine trails. <laughs> Can we do a two-person Pocahontas? Let's just we'll go Can through the whole movie together. Yeah, just our whole recollection of. Can we close out with that? What is the dig, 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 diggity, dig? Like I'm trying to think. Like what are all the songs? Oh my god! Well, don't you can't forget ha uh 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 um um oh my gosh just oh my gosh around the river bend. yes the ri- yes river bend yes yes just yes. around the river bend I look once more just, just around the river bend beyond the shore yes why Sh- why is that not a show Disney? I know should you I care? choose the smoothest you care course? about diversity. Steady okay. as the beating, the beating drum. drum. Should I marry, I marry Coco? Coco up. It's all so my, my dreaming at an end. At an end. <laughs> oh, I do oh, I Wow. We, I think we could probably really do this all day, but I were actually at time. This was such a lovely conversation. Thank you for joining us, Michael. Thank and uh, thank you for coming mm-hmm. back, Carolina and Patrick. 
Mm, I love to. Thank y'all for having me. It's so lovely Thank to chat welcome. with just you know gorgeous, intelligent women. <laughs> like, why not? Ah. Like, that's fabulous. <laughs> <laughs> women of color who are gorgeous and intelligent and not afraid to talk and in and in it and unapologetically themselves. So, thank you all for that. That thank is you. that to me is beautiful, and I am inspired by that. Me. And so yeah. excited about the movie and all of the things that you're doing and and uh, yeah, it's 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 beautiful so i'm i'm grateful and very very um thankful that you all had me on to chat Thank you. and it's they coming save. soon right do we coming have a date wear a mask they save lives oh my gosh yes. <laughs> all right <Yes. laughs> sending love to you all bye-bye okay bye Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.